What's going on, everybody? Cheers. Happy Wednesday or whatever day it is when you're watching or listening to this. Welcome to the With Her Two Hands podcast, where each week we celebrate the women who build, fix, and make things with their own two hands. My name is Bogie. I am your host for this series. I am a master auto mechanic by trade, but I am all about celebrating women in all of the hands-on trades. And this series has celebrated women, plumbers, construction workers, electricians, welders, fabricators, painters, mechanics, diesel techs, airplane techs, you name it. We've had a woman working in one of these incredibly male-dominated fields on this series. So make sure if you're new here, you go check out some of the past episodes and hear some of the incredible stories of these absolutely amazing women making waves in these male-dominated trades. Now tonight, I am very excited because we have an incredibly powerful woman who's going to be joining us. Her name is Judeline Cassidy, and she has been breaking barriers as a union plumber for the last 25 years in New York City. She's a force to be reckoned with. Uh, and she is also the founder of Tools and Tiaras, which is a nonprofit with the mission of getting tools in young girls' hands and showing them that careers do not have gender. So my type of lady, she is killing it. But before we jump in, I want to thank you guys for all tuning in. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been coming around for a while, thanks for tuning back in. As always, you can always catch a new episode Wednesday evenings or Monday nights. You can also catch an archived episode from this series's past life as Trades Lady Happy Hour. And you can, of course, listen anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. Now, a quick thank you to our sponsors. This episode episode is brought to you in part by the National Institute for Automotive Service Excellence. And you're probably familiar with ASE for their technician certification pro program and their Blue Seal shop program, but you might not know about all of the work they do behind the scenes to help advance and further the industry. One of those things they do is through the ASE Education Foundation. Now, we all know there's a technician deficit, and often when you talk to shop owners and they complain about not being able to find techs, somebody is bound to say, well, just partner with one of your local trade schools and bring in apprentices there. But that's easier said than done. So the ASE Education Foundation has put together an Adopt a School Toolkit, which makes that whole process a whole lot easier and gives you a step-by-step -step guide on how you can do this making it easier for shops to connect with the technicians of the future. So for more information, make sure you go check out ASE Education Foundation. I will have the link in the bio or in the description down below. Definitely go check them out. And this week's episode is also brought to you in part by CRC Industries. Now, in addition to being the name behind the products that both professionals and hobbyists depend on every day, like Break Clean and Stay Lube and Smart Washer, Evaporust, and so many others, CRC actively gives back to the industry and invests in the future through initiatives like the Build for the Future Scholarship. If you follow me on social media, you know that I've been working on a 2006 GTO along with NHRA world champion drag racer Clay Milliken and Jeff Lutz of the popular TV show Street Outlaws. Uh, but this is not just any GTO, guys. CRC has partnered with one of my favorite nonprofits, the Tech Force Foundation, uh, and they are going to be auctioning off this build. It is going to fund 10 
scholarships to help 10 students build their career in the automotive industry. And because CRC is such a huge supporter of women in the trades, they have set aside three of those scholarships specifically to go to female students. So now we're talking. I'm all about it. For more information about the build, you can go to buildforthefuture.com. There will be a link down in the description for that as well. Definitely go check it out. And of course, you can check out more from Clay Milliken and Jeff Lotz on their social media pages and YouTube channels as well. But enough of me rambling. We've got an amazing guest, as I said tonight. Now, full disclosure, this is a pre-recorded session. Miss Judeline Cassidy is an incredibly busy person. I thought I had a crazy schedule. She blows me out of the water, uh, and there was just no way to get her on live on a Wednesday evening. So we pre-recorded this. Uh, so in a few moments, you're going to see my background and my appearance and everything change. And uh, we're going to be uh, transported to this pre-recorded session. But I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Make sure you stay through to the end. Judeline is incredible incredibly, incredibly inspiring, and I'm really excited for you to meet her. So here we go. And there she is. Hello. Hello. It's nice to actually meet you in video, I would say person. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I, I would love to meet you in person, but oh my gosh, I have been like social stalking you for years now. I am so impressed with you. Everything that you've done, um, we we are going to dive into everything that you're doing currently. But um, but before we go there, introduce yourself to the fine folks at home, and then I want to dig into your past a little bit and how I got to where you're at. So tell everybody. My who name you is Julian Cassidy. I am the feminist plumber. I am the CVO, the Chief Visionary Officer of Tools and Tiaras, which is our nonprofit organization and uh tradeswoman and total boss uh i she 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 downplays it so much guys she's like yeah humility oh, no, no, no. I, those, right are the, those are the two um <laughs> that I, I i love i love being the plumber uh, i love being a cvo and then all the others are just like you know they're just little uh, like creme de la creme they're just little extra uh but I just love being a plumber, so that's why I always make sure that's included. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And now you come from, you're originally from Trinidad, yes. Tobago, right? Which, which one I, or both? Well, we have to say them together. It's like salt, it's like oh, salt okay. and pepper. <laughs> um, Trinidad okay. and Tobago, but I was born on the island of Trinidad, but they're twin, they're okay. twin island, yeah. Awesome. Now, did you, you got into the trades in Trinidad, not once you came to the States, right? So you, you've been in the trades for a long, long time. time. Yes. I started um, my plumbing career in Trinidad and Tobago in a trade school there. And I migrated to the United States, um, but I didn't get back into plumbing right away. I was a um, housekeeper and nanny i did other things yeah before i got into plumbing and then eventually get into the union so it was like a couple steps yeah interesting i'm very curious about that but before we get before we get to that like you you were originally going to be a lawyer i wanted right? to be that i did that's so awesome isn't it great like i i, I love <laughs> i love debating and i love 
wanting to fight for injustice. So I was going to be this lawyer that traveled um, around the world. I didn't know what it was, but in my mind, from watching Perry Mason and um, Nancy Drew and um, uh, all of those things, like I was so fast fascinated. I st still am with law. I wanted to be, I wanted to have a law and order degree, which that's what I have now. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I really wanted to be a lawyer originally. I love it. It's so interesting. Like we, we have very different backgrounds and yet so much similarity. Like I similarly, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to go like fight the good fight, particularly for yeah. women. And then decided that I could do that through the trades as well. And it sounds like that's really kind of the direction that you took was like, here's another place where I could make a big impact as, as a woman in a super male dominated field. Was that one of the drivers for getting into the trades or like what made you, what made you want to do it? No, it was out of necessity. Um, not being okay. able to attend law school, uh, university to study law. Um, the trades was the next best free option. So it was more like, it's a free option. I'm going to try this. And the minute that I tried it, I fell in love with it. And I haven't looked back. But no, it wasn't like nice. I want to go out there and be a, um, a barrier-breaking woman and kick the doors down with my, with my boots. No, 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 no. It was all <laughs> pure driven by um, it was a free option and a tr something that I could make money at to take care of myself. So that was the driving force. The love and the passion and all of that came afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I fell in love with automotive after the yeah. fact, like I got into it for various reasons and then I didn't know I was going to yeah. love it so much. And then, yeah, became super passionate yeah. about it. But so you wanted to be a lawyer, then you got into plumbing, then you come to the United States and you are a housekeeper and then get back to plumbing. That is quite the path. Was it challenging to get into plumbing again in, in the U S yeah. because of like what was the what was the challenge well, there? You know, when a lot of people, uh, a lot of American, not everybody, you, you know, we hear stuff about immigrants. When you come, you don't automatically um, get a job or or have legal right to work and and different things. So you have to take different pathways. Um, but my neighbor remembered that I had told him um, I lived in Staten Island, New York, that I went to trade school, and he was part of something called a coalition where uh, black African people, black, you know, African-American people would try to get onto job sites because um, communities were being built in their neighborhoods, buildings, all these different things. And they wasn't part of the economic growth or even getting some of those dollars. So they would go and demand work. And I guess my neighbor remembered I was a plumber. He told the guy that he had a plumber, but did not tell him it was a woman. So uh, when I showed up, it was quite the sight, let's just say. All the men are looking like who this little person is. No way she's the plumber. Um, so it, it, it's one, it's a beautiful tale of girl arrives on job site. Nobody's expecting her. She pushes a seat down in her Jeep. She goes from being looking like she was five foot four to like four feet. Um, it's, and then she gets out of the car and she's even smaller than we thought she is. And she's walking down to the construction site and she says, here I am, I'm the plumber. Yeah, that was uh, quite a, a fiasco. Uh, not, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, it was, love it. 
Are you really only four no, I'm foot four something? Feet, no, well, I'm five feet exactly, but um, when I'm in my okay. truck, it doesn't <laughs> matter what car that I have. I jack my seat up because I love cars. So I would definitely, <laughs> would, I, I, I love, I don't have a house anymore, but I tuned up my own car, oil change, stabilizing bar, the, all, all of that. Nice. I just, and I taught my daughter how to do it too. Um, so I would probably would have loved doing cars in my next life, but I just look so tall, like in the car, because right. the seat is jacked to the max. And then I put a cushion. So when you see this person like push this button and they're just going down and down and down, down, and then I come out, it's it's quite, you know, the sight. So I'm four feet 11 I, and seven eights. I, I love it. I love it. I'm, I am short as well. I have the same, I have a similar, I'm only five two. Um, so I've got a couple of, me, girl. I know, got a yeah. couple of inches, yeah. <laughs> but that's even more fun. I don't, I don't know. I from the smile on your face and the way you tell that story, I get the sense that you get a little bit of enjoyment out of that. Yeah, I do. When... I do. I. But you know the thing about it, I think I achieve a lot of things in my life because, and I hear this daily from the brothers on the job side. Um, for the last twenty years, I don't know how small I'm. I mean, I know I'm five, but I really don't see myself like that. I actually see myself as a six foot two guy and I carry myself like that. Like it's, and they all have to remind me, they're like, do you know how small you are? And I don't see (laughs) that. (laughs) I feel you because inside my mind, I am much taller. And then it's not until I see photos of myself next to other people. And I'm like, were they standing on something? Why are they so tall? Like, no, I'm just Yeah, I'm I short. see it when I'm walking in the street and I see somebody who I think that I'm taller than. And I point out to the guys when we walk into the train station or the job, walking around, I'm like, I'm taller than her. And they're like, they give me the look of like disbelief. No, like, no, you're not taller than her. You're actually. So when I'm looking at that person and I say she's, or oh, that person is so much shorter than me. Uh, I and uh, I think they're so much shorter than me, and they're like, No, she's actually taller than you. So I just think I'm glad that I'm delusional about my height, so I could achieve right. Small but mighty, small but mighty, I could achieve amazing things because of that. Yeah, 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 definitely. I love it. What made you come to the States back when you immigrated Um, here? Opportunity. Um, I got married, and my husband at that time wanted to just like have a, a different start and I just uh we just like let's let's just do this and we did it I just have to move for one second I forgot something yeah 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 so the travel oh. <laughs> you get to see my spot so nope. we, we came and um we he 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 wanted he was a police officer in Trinidad and Tobago okay. uh, he was like a constable and his whole family were police officers and I think he didn't want to do that anymore so he wanted to try something totally different and um yeah, we decided to come, and I I have no regrets because okay. everything I've ever achieved is in this uh, country. Being a plumber, um, it's 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 my home. Uh, TNT is my birthplace, but um, here's my home. And if I have to go back, I'll go back. But yeah, I like it here because <laughs> I've achieved oh, a, a couple things. So. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. All right. Now you've been you've been a plumber for twenty. Yeah, let's just stop at that number. Do not years? go higher than that, and, and okay. then tell people my age. Fair okay? enough. Let's keep that a secret. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm twenty three years as a mechanic, wow. and I'm like, God, how is it? How am I old wow. enough for that? Um. And you still you still love it the way you did? 
from the beginning? Uh, you know, there's you days. Like anything else? There's there's days. But I'm curious because so automotive and plumbing are obviously two very different industries, but have a lot of similarities, both incredibly male dominated. Um, And and you've been in it for as long as I have, a little longer. Um, And I feel like there were far fewer women then. Have you noticed a big change from when you first got in to now? You're absolutely right, sister. Um, When I started, I used to be the only woman on the whole job site. Not just the only plumber, but the only woman on the job site. And I think it's changed. And I think it's changing for the better. I see more women on the job site in all different uh, trades. Um, I see them now in leadership. I see women being four women. I wish I had the opportunity, some of them being supervisors. So it's it's changing for the better, but it could be a lot faster um, if we if we really truly embrace the idea that these jobs don't have genders and women can do them, I think it will be, it will be, it'll be great for our industries. I think so. Uh, I, I 100% and we have such a deficit of tradespeople, and yet we have 50% mm. plus of the population that generally gets, gets mm. overlooked. So we're seeing more women. Are you seeing the attitudes towards women starting yes. to change within the field? So I, I, I see. I see now. now. I see um, a lot of the guys. Like when I started, I would get on a job site, and nobody would speak to you. Absolutely no one. And um, they will tell you things like, "I know you probably go home and do dishes, or um, you are so pretty. Why aren't you um, doing something else? Working in an office?" But I think it's really changing. And I think the younger generation, uh, they starting to grow up seeing women in these roles. So the um, the attitudes are changing. You know, they, they, they might, you know, some of the attitudes are changing. Other things still need to change. Like um, giving the woman the same opportunity to learn the craft is huge. And I think that's where mm-hmm. it's lacking why women come in and leave because they're not getting a chance to actually work with the tools like the men. So I think that would be oh, awesome if they start doing that. But it's definitely changed a lot. Trust me. I, I haven't heard um, go do something else in, in a long, long, long time. You're so pretty. Well, yeah, that's you're good. so pretty. Why don't you know, you know, working in an office or, well, you know, working somewhere? No, I don't hear it anymore. So that's good. That's fantastic. How was it in those early days for you? I mean, you were you were doing this initially out of just needing to find a career and something that would that yeah. would pay mm-hmm. you. Um, you fell in love with it after the fact, but like I, I find a lot of times, like it's the love and the passion for it that keeps us going through yes. the crap. How did how did you get through the crap? I mean, twenty five yeah. years ago, that must have been a totally different world. And I can only imagine in Trinidad and Tobago, it's it, it maybe even more gendered in Yeah, I didn't experience as much in Trinidad because I went to school. I went to school and learned the okay. craft, like going to trade school almost in Trinidad. And when I came here is okay. where I worked on a job site. So I experienced a lot of negativity and stuff like that. But in my mind, right, and I know you have done it too, I felt like, I could not let the boys have all the fun and make all that money. Why? I'd be insane to leave. <laughs> so 
There was days I wanted to quit. There was many times I wanted to walk away, but I had different models that I kept to myself, like, uh, you know, to keep going. Yeah. And um, a lot of it had to do with the money, the access to that, that salary um, for an immigrant woman who doesn't have a college degree is unheard of. Right. So, and, and then I think what also keep me going, like what you said, I really love it. I'm in love with plumbing. I, I love being a plumber. Other people who might be plumbers and look down on their trades and wish there was something else. I, I've, I, I haven't wished to be another trade except, you know, like I said, I wanted to be a lawyer, but I see what I do as so essential to the fabric, the core of the nation, the world. Like, huh, you need me. I, I, that, that's how I see yeah. it. So definitely um, you have to go deeper in and say to yourself, what is, would be my driving force? So for me, it was the access to the money. And even there's days that the elements were horrendous. Girl, remember, girl, I'm from the island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know I am from a warm place. It's 70 degrees. We are wearing jackets, okay? We might have to light a fire. So, so I, right. And then you go to New York. <laughs> so you have to find deep within you the the something that could keep you going when the days get rough. And and for me, um, anybody listening to us, it doesn't matter, Tony in construction. Every job that you do, there's going to be days that it's just going to be rough. So sometimes I say this to uh, apprentices or people that I work with. Some days with a statue and some days with a pigeon. Like, this is life. <laughs> so let's just figure this out. Like, uh, today, which one are you today? And more likely, a lot of days you're going to be the pigeon, you know? I so love that. The other days. That. Um, so that you have to find it. And I think truly, truly is the love of it, like you said. And and that access to that money was my driving force. Yeah. You said you had some mottos that you would say to kind of keep yourself going in the bad days. Do, do you remember any of those yeah, mottos? Like, do you mind um, sharing them? Um, like sometimes, <laughs> you know, if I get turned down from a job, I would say to myself, today's no is tomorrow's yes. Um, that was one of them, you know. Um, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So I always love my craft mm-hmm. for that. And one of the ones with the money, I would say, don't let anyone mess with your dead presidents. <laughs> that was the main one. Not with my dead presidents today. I so love it. That kept me yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it. So I'm curious, have you have you always been this fiery spirit that you are that's like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do the things, I'm going to make it happen no matter what, I don't care what anybody else says, or did that come later in I life? I think it was that- always there. I think we, 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 we are born with it, and we just need something to ignite that spark. So mm-hmm. as much as I'm a warrior, I'm also like an introvert at the same time. And um, it, you, you within yourself, I think from a little girl, as you asking me that question, I remember wanting to be like being in Trinidad and want to push back on the narrative that girls do houseworks, housework and boys get to go outside and, and do boy things. Like I just something, it didn't, it didn't sit well with me since I was a little girl. Yeah. So I think it just, just yeah. I think just being that and, but it's not like I actually sit here and said, oh, today I'm going to be a warrior or a woman champion. It's not like right. that. It's just in my mind, 
I I set goals for myself. And if I started something, I kind of like want to finish it. I hate quitting anything. So even though sometimes you need to quit certain things and it's just not working out, it takes me a while. <laughs> but no, I think it's something that you're born with and you just need um, different things that sparks that fire within different people that just make you go. But I just remember being clearly really upset that the idea that girls do housework was not well with me. Yeah. I just, I think from a young age, yeah. I just didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> how was your, how was your family? Did they push back on that or were they supportive of that? Like, were they supportive of your fiery spirit and were they excited when you decided to go learn the plumbing trade or was it like, no, well, I didn't have doing? any pushback from family because I didn't grow up with my with my mother or father. So I didn't. I think I didn't have anybody okay. to say to me that you can't do or you can't you can or you cannot do something. So I think I, that was an advantage. So I didn't have nobody in my ear telling me I couldn't do this. Uh, I really didn't. It was just like in my mind is whatever I wanted to achieve, I can I can strive for it. So no, nah, nobody gave me pushback mm -hmm. of like why are you going to plumbing school. I, I, I it was just different. For me, um, I mean, I get more pushback in in, the, in when I started of like people or like that. But now it's like so cool when when people find out like boys or girls or women or even a guy just now. In, I was working out in the gym before I came here and he said and I told him what he's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. So it's actually a lot of people uh, think it's so yeah. cool. So, yeah, I didn't have any pushback. It was just me. Yeah, that's awesome. it was just me determined to do it. I I love your energy and I love your positivity about mm -hmm. everything. It's just, it's, it's inspiring. Although I know there's probably days where it's not as easy to tap into that yeah. positivity. There's days. Yeah. Everybody's got to know there's going to be days. Like there's going, mama yeah. said there's going to be days like this. <laughs> there's going to be. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I, I think, I know, I shouldn't say I think, I know that as a person, a being, I feel like me finding gratitude helps. So like, even mm -hmm. though it might be difficult, I'm, I, 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 like, let's say you have a car and you have a truck and one of them is not working. You might be so upset, but you still have a car and a truck. See what I'm saying? Somebody don't have that option. And even sometimes yeah. having to fix that car or truck, somebody might have to wait four months five months, a year to fix right. it. You and I, you have the ability to either you, which is, you know, with your mad skills you got, can fix it yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> me, I would have to, I will have the financial means to do it. So for me, I think right. what helps me on those is gratitude, like gratitude that I still have so much more than others. Like I say to myself, all that I need, I have, I have all that I need, right? So it, it keeps me grounded yeah. in that sense, like just being real. Gratitude, yeah. everything starts with gratitude. Trust me, yeah. it, 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 it's going to be hard. Anybody listening to us, I'm not, I don't want to make you sound like, oh my gosh, I'm always there like in some Nirvana or in this, this way. No, it's not easy. <laughs> you think it's, it, I have to go deep to tell myself that, right? But if you right. consciously think of that in your life as a daily, it will make it easy when those yeah. difficult days come gratitude. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I love that. I, I remember somebody saying once and I love it is that like motivation and self growth and, and all of that, like it's, it's like showering. It's something you have to do yeah. every day. It's not like, 
one day you wake up and all of your problems are solved and you have mental clarity and you're Zen, it's, it's a a practice practice and it's practicing gratitude. It's practicing finding the silver lining. It's, and that's an everyday thing. And it's not always easy. I remember one year, um, we had camp, uh, a virtual because during COVID we did virtual camp and I, I, and this happens to me still. So if you're listening to me as much as I, um, that superhero that I, I know that I am and warrior that I know that I am, I still have doubts. So there was one day we had the camp. It was successful. I went, it was, and I go in the shower. It was a Friday. I remember Kelly, I took the shower, I came out and I'm talking to God and I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I, did I make any impact in the girls' lives? Because I always, uh, that's my mission and my, my why is the girls. And I'm like, I, I'm in tears. Like, am I doing enough? And I'm talking to God about it. And something just, I, I know, I suck it up. I dry up the tears, put on my big girls, you know, undie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I come out and something says, look at this email. And I open up this email and one of the moms sends me a picture of this young girl, Sky. Sky was definitely an introvert. We know each other. She wouldn't talk much in camp or anything like that. But her mom sent me the picture of her with a helmet on that I sent for them, the safety glasses and a t-shirt dancing. And this is the first time I see her smiling. Since it was a game changer for her daughter. So I'm saying all of that to say that you, it doesn't matter. You could just have a successful camp. You could just win the Indy 500, win the NBA team. Right. Like you you don't know, nobody knows those moments when somebody's like that. But I think what separates a lot of people is that the fact that they can then let, let that go and know it's just a feeling, it will pass, I will be fine. Mm-hmm. That is so beautifully stated. And and thank you for sharing that because I think it is so important. I think so many of us, it's, you know, it's easy in social media days to look and see like, look at all these successful women and, and, or successful yeah. people and feel like, like maybe you're not at that level or doubt yourself or self-criticize. And I think you and I are cut from the same cloth in a lot of ways. Like it never feels like yeah. enough. It just never feels like enough. And it's no matter how successful you are, I think it's important for people to hear that we're all human and we all have those self-doubts and the question is do you let that stop you or do you keep going anyway you keep going anyway yeah that's what you yeah, do exactly because in movement yeah. is when everything happens if you stay still and you stay in those moments of like people tell me i can't be uh auto technician somebody tells me you know i can't be a plumber if we stayed in that we wouldn't be here talking. You wouldn't have your Instagram page. Yep. I wouldn't be, you know, the feminist plumber, yeah. right? So just yeah. trust us. All of us are just human beings. Um, we've just beings here on this earth trying to just trying to do what the universe sent us to do. Because we all have a purpose and we all have a mission. It's mm-hmm. for you to just take that moment and know what is your mission and just um, go after it. That's it. Just go after it. Even when it, even when everybody doubts you, I remember when I started Tools and Tiaras, and um, I told people the name because uh, it was in a speech that I gave, and people was like, somebody was like, oh, I don't like the name. Uh, what is Tools with Tiaras? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, whatever, whatever. I just ignored them <laughs> because I knew it wasn't from me. And now every time right. I do an interview or I meet people, 
they always say, oh my gosh, I love the name of that organization. So if I'd listen to those people, I'm like, oh, let me change it. Maybe tools and technology, maybe tools and temperament, whatever. No, just stick <laughs> with what you want to do and believe in it. Because I realize that you cannot tell or sell a product, sell yourself if you don't believe in it. So it starts with you. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. So that is a perfect segue. So how, when did you know that this was really your mission? You were, you were a plumber in the union, you're kicking butt, you're stacking those dead presidents. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When, when did that shift for you and say, like, I, I want to do something different. I want to do something in addition to what I'm doing for work. And I want to do something to inspire and, and promote other women. Where did that happen for you? I think the fact that I grew up in a church, um, uh, with my my great grandmother, I was always like I'll say an activist. I would say I always want to help the community. I'm always doing so. I'm always the one. The I'm down for the march. I'm I, I was always doing that, but um, I was involved in something called the women's building. They were building here initially in New York, and um, I love Makers. It's a platform. If women, you could hear about it. it's an amazing platform where they show women that we should um, definitely know or tell their story. And I told them about, I was telling them about the women's building. And they said, no, 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 your story is so interesting. Like being from Trinidad, getting into the union, being the first, being the only woman officer. No, 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 we want to tell your story. It's like, no, I want you to talk about the women's building. And I got invited to speak at this conference. And in the conference, I gave a speech and I said, you should give a girl a tool and a tiara, which is given a confidence, independence, and power. And... The moment I said that, the universe said to me, that thing that you always wanted to do for girls, you have to do it. And I listened. I came back and I Googled how to start a nonprofit. So I always wanted to do something because I figured that women came into the trades later on in life and they were already broken. They already heard all the stories about you can't. They've given it a try, but not a 100. If it don't work out, I'm going to leave. What if we empower girls? Because when we were girls, we believed, like me, I wanted to be Wonder Woman. You believe you can be an astronaut. You have that and nobody could shake you. And as you get to like around 10 and 11, all the images in society changes that. So I wanted to carry, um, to groom and uh, have a, 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 a tribe of warriors. And I call them princess warriors that yes. they never lose that. So... It doesn't matter what, even if some of them never become plumbers or auto technicians or sheet metal workers or electricians or bricklayers, all the amazing trades that are out there, you could never take that power of her knowing that she has mastered tools, never. So that's how it started, um, just that conference and giving that speech and just wanting to make it a reality. I love that. That is such an incredible story. And I love the mission that you're on because I think you're absolutely right, especially with girls like in that preteen years, you know, and I think it's getting younger now with social media and their exposure to stuff, but like their confidence gets so rattled. Like little girls when they're young, you're right. They're like, woo, I can do anything. And then, yeah. And then puberty hits, preteen years. Television. And all of the stuff, yeah, and their confidence just yeah. plummets. So I love that you're targeting that particular age group. And I feel like you probably feel the same way. Like once I learned the trade of fixing yeah. cars, 
other things became less yeah. scary. So like I teach basic car care classes, but it's not because I want them to become no. mechanics. It's that I want Empower. them to know that this thing that they thought was scary yeah. isn't scary. Yes, knowledge. exactly. I would say exactly. more like so knowledge, right? Like to demystify. Yes. Like when you show somebody, like when I first learned how to, um, after getting robbed a couple of times, that I could tune up my own car. Oh, like what? That what? Yo, you could never tell me nothing anymore. I could do it. Okay, I got that. Okay. And when I teach women how to change a flapper or install a toilet bowl or change a faucet, it's like boof. And now now they tell me yes. about all the other projects they start. It just snowballs into knowledge, into yes. empowerment, into you can do it uh, uh, attitude with yeah. women. Yeah. It's so powerful. I, I have to ask. So TNT mm -hmm. is yeah. Tools and Tiaras, and it's also Trinidad <gasps> and Tobago. Was that no, on purpose? That's what I listened to the universe. It oh, the name came <laughs> from the speech to give a girl a tool and a tiara, and then I and just that was the name of the organization. This is when I realized I it. it stood for Trinidad and Tobago. I sent um, so where I'm from, from Trinidad and Tobago, are most island people or people who were owned by the British. We don't shorten names. So Michael is Michael. You never call him Mike. Okay. Um, we don't, we hardly ever okay. shorten names. So somebody, I sent an email and they shortened tools and tiaras and put TNT and then it hit me. I was like, wow, I didn't, so it was serendipity. No, it wasn't planned. It was just. Uh, even more, more proof that it was. Yeah, a I really I didn't, I really didn't uh, <laughs> name it that, but it's just so cool when I, when they shortened that, because like, yeah, we, we don't shorten names. Your name is Matthew. Your name is Matthew. It's not Matt. That's yeah. interesting. So okay. I did not I did shorten not it. That. And until somebody did that, then I realized it was TNT, just like uh, Trinidad and Tobago, Tools and Tiaras. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't already follow this amazing woman, side note, everybody go follow her right now and follow everything that she does. I will have all of her links in the in the description and everything. But um, tell everybody what Tools and Tiaras is and what are some of the activities that you yeah. guys do. Because you do some... Freaking yeah, Tools and Tears is what every mother or sometimes a dad wish they had when they were growing up. That's what they say. So Tools and Tiaras, we literally put tools in girls' hands. We let them, they we take them to meet amazing women like yourself, right? Who are auto technicians, are pilots. We teach them plumbing, electrical, welding, brick laying, sheep, like any program that I could think of in my head and I could find a woman to teach it. That's what we teach a girl. Just think about it in that way. And then we don't only teach them uh, the trades um, or different careers within the STEM and STEAM in, um, industry. We teach them about uh, our tools programming, which is total ownership of life skills. We teach them finances, self-defense, meditation, okay, public speaking. Um, so we you, listen, if you're creating warriors, they got to be all rounded. So we do that mm -hmm. and we have like monthly workshops where not some months we have it depending on like what's happening with me, but we'll have amazing tradeswomen teach them different um, craft um, during. And then nice. in the summertime, we have an all girls summer camp for a week. So girls six to 14 come and we put tools in their hands and tell them, build it. You can do this. And, um, that's what we do when we do, uh, you know, other things for tradeswomen. Uh, we send them to like tradeswomen build nation conference. We do different events, but mostly our, our main thing is really 
the mission is, you know, uh, expose, inspire, mentor, and definitely teach girls and boys. Sometimes when I go speak to schools, I, I speak to boys too, that jobs don't have genders because we need our boys <laughs> young to grow up embracing that so they'll be different, right? So that's our mission. Just spreading that the gospel of the trades. <laughs> and I have deemed myself one of the evangelists <laughs> to do that. I love it. I love it. I'm just in awe of, of what you do with Tools and Tiaras. I think it is so inspiring. Um, and I know you're making such a huge impact in, in these girls' lives. How long have you been doing Tools and Tiaras now? I think since 2017. Yeah. 2017. Okay. 2017 nice. yeah definitely and continue to be like amazed how much girls want to do this trust me girls want to do this you just they you do. know they do just yes. put the tools in their hands they they want to do it they yes. want to do it. and it's so funny because i feel like you know every once in a while i'll get like you know the hater in the comments who was like Right. Like you're making a big deal out of nothing. Women just aren't into this kind of work. That's yeah. why there's not more women in these trades. And I'm like, no, that's not it at all. Like women would love this work. If they knew it existed. If they knew it existed. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, when they come into your comments, uh, just ignore them. I oh, totally. Them. Because my daughter made a really good point to me years ago. She said, and just think about it, Bogie, there's, there's people out there that actually don't like puppy videos and baby videos oh my gosh they're adorably cute so what makes you think they're gonna like everything we do so we don't do it for them the things that we do the people that we want to reach they will see it and all those other people oh yeah we just leave them right there and um let them just Absolutely. keep watching and enjoy what we do like puppy videos i know that's my point they make comments on the puppy videos yeah, so why not make video it. comments on the things that that we are doing it's true. so I, I really, that doesn't, I, I didn't no, look at that. I just, it's just so, because I believe that is like a prevalent thought process that, that there aren't more women in the trades because women just don't want to do this kind of work. And I, yeah. you know, my experience was I was never exposed to it when I was young. I had no idea. And yeah. if I hadn't like sought it out because of other random reasons and kind of yeah. similar to you sought it out because there was a need for it, yeah. but otherwise women aren't, girls are generally not exposed to this kind of work. And how do you, how do you know if you're going to like it if you've never tried never it? tried it? Exactly. And I think that's where, I think where you come in, where I come in and all the other tradeswomen that we follow um, on Instagram and stuff that are doing the work. I think it's, 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 it's taken it to the masses. And even um, where, where I say to people like, girls don't even see a tv commercial where the auto technician is a woman or the the background the the plumber is a woman or the electrician is a woman they don't see that so how are they going to know that women can do these things if they're not seeing it everybody yeah. sees that women are lawyers they're nurses they're doctors they see that but they don't get to see images of you on television um nobody's making amazing shows about us or if they do a movie and there's a scene for a plumber call me up Call Boogie up, she can do the, you know, fast and the fear, she call her up, she got that. Okay, Vin Diesel, she got you with the car. And I'm saying, you know, just bring us in. And we can, we, and then other girls will be like, oh my gosh, I could do that. Just like, just see, just think about the effect that Wonder Woman, the, the, the one that just came out again, had on girls. Just think about the yeah. effect that Black Panther had on 
African-American kids seeing themselves in. Just think about like Captain America, how many boys believe that they can be in the, in the military. So it, it, but how are girls going to know that they can be a pilot if they don't know about Betsy, if they, they don't know about Emilia? Right. I mean, like, you know, how, how are they going to know that they can be a plumber or a race car driver or any of those things that yeah. nobody's showing us? But I feel like right. I might have to uh, talk to the universe, become a multimillionaire, start my own agency and uh, just do all the commercials like <laughs> the boys um, running all the equipment and the ladies are up front in the camera on the camera like i don't know i, I gotta do something i'm down i'm down to partner with you on okay, this because i yes like i think that's fantastic i think we should because you're right if, if she can see it she can be it and, yeah. and obviously you and i are proof that like you can still be it even if you don't see it because i didn't see it you yeah. didn't see it um but it was just so much harder and there were so like far fewer of us because mm. there was no role models. There were no visibility. There was no showing the, the, the art of the possible, right? Possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so our mission is aligned and um, yes. all the ones, everybody's listening to us and you part of the, the trades community. Let's, let's spin a positive light on what we do and, and don't keep it on the bushel and, and shrink yourself because People think because we in the trades, we're not smart enough. Be that cocky person. Be Remind them that your car, you need me. Your plumbing, yeah. you need me. You need lights yeah. to charge your, you know, to see and to charge your iPhone. You yep. need all of that. I got you. We got you. This, this yeah, trades people proud. make the world go wrong. Go wrong. And, and know that and embrace that mm -hmm. fact. And I think we got to yeah. stop shrinking ourselves. A lot of them do that. I don't. I always remind people how important I am. <laughs> Amen to that. I think you're so right. And I think, you know, as women in the trades too, like, you know, no matter what you're doing, whether you're, whether you're doing stuff like, like Judeline and I are like yeah. these kind of like bigger sweeps and these bigger movements, yeah. um, or you're just going to your job nine to five, nine to five. you're still making a difference. No, seven, you seven, seven, to seven, seven, because you seven know, to, right, you know, exactly. Yeah, right. Construction, we start early. So. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but you're making a difference just by existing and yeah. be visible. And like Julian said, like, don't shrink yourself no yeah, matter what. Don't shrink yourself. I love it. I think that's great. Yeah. Speaking of taking up space in mm -hmm. a really positive, amazing way, you have gotten some pretty incredible accolades recently. Oh you? yeah, I did. I, yes. I did. Yes, you I, I, did. Can yeah. you talk about that? Yes. I am one of uh, L'Oreal's uh, this year recipient honorees of uh, the l'oreal women of work wow i like the acronym that's huge it's, that's it's, huge it's, it's, it's it, you know when i submitted uh and i kept on i just i just wanted to represent tradeswomen i wanted people like you and myself to be in that group and to to find out now i'm the only tradeswoman has ever been in the 18 years of doing it it's huge that's for our insane. community that we are visible and maybe this might be a catapult for other women on other companies to see, um, we have an untapped resource of amazing tradeswomen. Tap into see us. We are here. We are building. We are working. Come on, just check us out. And a lot of us, we adorably cute and we beautiful. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying. And we cam and we cam already. So that was just an amazing <laughs> opportunity for me as a tradeswoman to represent tradeswomen and the trades, and also yeah. to put a spotlight and and um uh, how important what we do 
for the country and our communities also yeah i'm it's very proud of that huge congratulations that Thank is you. huge it's it's huge for the trades in general too yeah. right it's huge for yeah. women in the trades but yeah. it's huge for the trades in general because like you said they haven't had any trades women no and there's always we've made a lot of progress in our society i feel like with seeing women in more of the, the male dominated traditionally male dominated jobs um in in all of like the white collar world yes but in the trades in no the world, we're not seeing that as much and then there's also this whole like societal disrespect of the trades that happens yeah. and it's seen on a different level and it shouldn't be because like you said we make the world go round um so huge congratulations thank, thank you. you for representing and for kicking butt and um and just making an impact and being heard yeah. on such a large level that's so phenomenal i'm so yeah. proud of you well thank you likewise I, I i know i love to follow you know if you look at my uh instagram people that i follow i am such a fangirl of any woman or guys who are in the trades because they're my heroes um not that i don't have celebrities on it, but really you are my celebrities the people in the uh -huh. trades oh yeah definitely like those are the people i love to see that because it just gives me hope that people are going to start taking notice of us and um yeah. see us for what we bring to the to the communities yeah so yeah that's who i follow <laughs> so follow I, me i love it okay yes. i'll follow you back if yes you me, absolutely you back. <laughs> and if i find uh, you and i think you're cool i follow you anyway so if you're a trades person and you happen to come up in my feed i got you i'll be following you yep yes. i love it i love it so we have like blazed through our hour like yes. really quickly. Um, I have I have some more questions though, and if you're okay with like going a little bit over, just a little bit over the hour, I want to be respectful of your time. Yeah. But um, so I I want to know is there anything like what's your next like what's you know your next big move that you want to make? Do we have any big things in the works that uh, we should be looking out for? Well, my or? next best big move I think is really I just want trades to be on a big spotlight so i just want something magical i'm pulling it out from the universe to happen to really spark the really the nation conversation about that and the next big thing i would love is to have more and more chapters of tools and tiara so that's yeah. it and everything else just comes when it comes and because i still love i still work with my tools every day as a plumber I'm okay, so you're still working full time oh, yeah, as well. Girl, okay, so you're full time plumber. I know, yes. right? Um, <laughs> so full time, you're still plumbing. Are you with the union still? Yeah, I'm still with the union, but okay. now I work for the city of New York. I work okay. for NYCHA, which is a ho the housing authority. No, girl, okay. I'm still slinging the tools. I'm still with the wrenches, still soldering. Oh I am still doing that so while doing. Uh, so that's why my schedule is yeah yeah yeah. Where so nice. I work till eight thirty. I don't know, I don't know. I just find it because I like I said I love it. So I work some yeah. nights until eight thirty, some nights seven thirty, um, most nights during the week. And uh, tools and tiaras, I have to squeeze it in on the weekends and whatever whatever oh got to do to get the mission done. But the next, I think that's the next best thing. Like just trying to um, be more visible and just step out a little bit because i i you know i might be there on instagram but i'm not really like so just to like yeah. do a lot more in that space uh the social media space for the trades because i i really want people to fall in love with all the things that we do as tradesmen and tradeswomen yeah 
I love it. And uh, I, I wish all of that for you. And I know it's going to happen because I've seen your fiery energy and I know that you're going to make, make it all happen. Uh, and on top of this, you're a mom too. So you're, you're mom in yeah. it. You're working full time. Yeah. You're doing the nonprofit. You're, you are Wonder Woman. I, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> now, your daughter went into the trades too, right? Yeah, she's a sheet metal worker. She's actually here. I love it. She just happened to call me and said she was coming down. Uh, so she's actually here this weekend. She's outside somewhere. I told her I had to do oh, awesome. the podcast, so I chased her. But um, she's Sweet. a sheet well, metal tell worker. Her, tell her I'm going to come after her to be a guest on the podcast yes, soon, too. Yes, definitely. <laughs> she's a sheet metal worker. She's a banger. That's she makes awesome. all all the noises on the job site. Yes. She's with I that love group. It. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. I love it. Okay. So I want to be respectful of your time, so I don't want to go too long. Um, but I have a, a final question for you. Yeah. Um, we've, we've touched on a lot of amazing pieces of advice and wisdom and, um, and motivation and inspiration. So, um, thank you for all of that, for sharing your, your words. Uh, my final question is if you had the opportunity to talk to the younger you, Little little baby Judelin. Yeah. What what are your words to her? I would tell her that she's enough. I think she didn't know that. Mm. She's enough. She's uh, awesome, beautiful, mm. smart, and wait till you see what's coming your way. <laughs> because she doesn't know. Uh, she's just that girl who, uh, that young girl who doesn't believe in herself, but she doesn't know what's coming her way. So I would tell her, buckle up. Um, a lot of amazing things is coming away and I wanted to know that she's enough and uh, she's important. Mm. Yeah. So I would tell her that. That is perfect. Ugh, I love that. You are incredible. I hope, I hope you like, I, I sense that you do, but I hope you really feel the impact that you're making and how, how, how inspiring and how mm. motivational and just how truly, um, I don't know. Amazing you are. I hope you really like. I'm working it on it. it <laughs> it's, 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 that's what I want everybody to know. You don't, you know, you see Denzel, you say they don't, nobody walks around thinking, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. The only time I feel that way and that really be honest is when I'm doing plumbing, I am the cockiest plumber. You would know like, oh my God, I'm the best plumber <laughs> in the world. But on the average, <laughs> I have to start to feel that like I'm making an impact and all that. But don't, you know, no struggles when it comes to plumbing. I got that covered. <laughs> Other areas I'm working on, sister, I'm working on it. Just like, fair, just like fair everybody enough. else. And you listening yes. to us, please know that you are work in progress. You are on a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. Every lesson, fall get up seven times fall back seven just keep on you got this just keep moving and you will you are amazing and you are magical just remember that and you got this yeah you got it i love it what a fantastic note to end on Noodleline, thank you so much no, thank so you. much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to hang <laughs> no. out and talk with me and share your story with everybody no this has been fantastic no we need to connect blast. more yes we need we to connect will. more offline for sure yes, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll make sure jen give you my my cell phone number my text now i need okay. to text me and stuff but definitely because i follow you i awesome. see what you're doing we are sisters we are doing this together yes. so definitely well it. thank you for inviting me i had fun Absolutely. talking to you You're just Pleasure. as fun as in, you know talking to you and seeing you in your videos so it's so cool i love it all right um, well have a soon. fantastic evening we'll talk soon and folks at home 
thank you guys so very much for tuning in and hanging out with us this last hour. I hope you enjoyed meeting Jolyn as much as I did. Um, she is just so incredibly inspiring and motivational, and you definitely want to make sure you go follow her. I'll have all of her links to tools and tiaras, to her personal contact information or her personal pages down in the links below. So make sure you go check those out. And if you know any young girls in the New York, New Jersey area, tri-state area, um, you can send her send them to her tools and tiaras camp and get tools in their hands so definitely explore everything that she is doing um once again big thank you our sponsors for making this episode possible and for now i'm going to bid you guys a good night be good to yourselves be good to one another and we'll see you later Bye.